Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage. Today is July 20th. Uh, we have a good crew tonight. I'm Doug. We have the same crew. I'm Liza. <laughs> Mike. Adrian. <laughs> this is Nock. Megan. This is Kat. Jake. David. Mike. Mason. And then like James. three other people that live in Santa Cruz. Sorry. <laughs> James, are you even, even near the Holy mic? Crap, there's like 80 people here tonight. There's so many people here, they go around the corner and I can't see them. I thought we were done, but there was like two more people around the corner. <laughs> yep. I can just see part of James hanging out. Hey, James. Anyway. Thank you, Doug. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, we have big news. Well, big news in our world, at least. There's been some new bike purchases lately. Let's start with an order of it was received. Mason, what did you get? I got a 2001 Suzuki Katana 600. Yeah, awesome. Are you, and are you loving it? Yeah, it's pretty great so far. It sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Vance and Hines. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> it's one of those bikes you definitely like, ooh. Yeah, when I was growing up, that was one of my, like, ooh, sexy bikes that I wanted to always get. Really? <laughs> You've seen my taste. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. And Megan, what did you get? Uh, I got a 03 SV650S huh? today. An 03 SV650S, the sport version. What color is it? Black. So are you going to paint it? Like the color no. So. <laughs> it's rare no that you see a bike that's been painted like a flat or a matte, but it actually looks really good. It looks mm-hmm. like, like yeah. a Ducati matte black to me. Yeah. Um, and it's got it's fully fared. Well, it doesn't have the side covers, but it's got a lower cowl, and uh, Suzuki's don't come with those, so it definitely doesn't look like an SV. Um, and yeah, it's got less than fifteen thousand miles on it, and fuel injected. It's what I wanted. It's one of the few SVs that actually kind of do it for me aesthetically. Yeah, very few do it. For Doug's me. all about looks. I'm yeah. all about size. It's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> That's this so does explain fits. your relationship. That's not an insult. <laughs> no, that's so fits. Yeah, I uh, had an opportunity to take it around the block a few times, and it's pretty fun. I can see why. The thing with the SV650 is there's a reason why a lot of people love it and a lot of people hate it, and you ride it, and you know why, because it could do so much. And for some people, it's just it's this ubiquitous motorcycle, but it's still, I think it's awesome. I think you can do a lot of cool stuff with it, and yeah. I like it. So it's yeah. a great step up from whatever you've got if you've got fifteen to twenty. Especially if you have an you. EX five hundred. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And an it, old uh, EX five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. It already has some nice new accessorizing on it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh huh. It hey, does. It, it makes has you go an faster. aftermarket exhaust. It's got uh, oh, vortex else? lowering links. What else? It's got an HID kit. What else? That's it. No, no, there's something else on there. No, there, there isn't. It's, got, it's got the new aftermarket ramrod. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I really, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, is there's that, a few of them on there. No, is that aftermarket they're, they're or is it really OEM? Really <laughs> Side mirrors? Let's put it this way. I don't think Megan's going to let me take her and her bikes out for a test ride anymore because she got dick. She got dick. <laughs> She's like, hey, I'm going to tell her I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it out again and then meet me in front of the house. That's all I went to see. <laughs> <laughs> I took the, the dicks out there. You, and the tape. I was quite disappointed with the quality of them. 
Uh, we only had like two minutes. Yeah. No, I had but, a hard time uh, looking behind me. Because take, of that and how do you even know? You didn't find them all, so it doesn't matter. Take pride that there are more on there that you have yet to find. <laughs> okay. I Like I said, though, disappointed in the quality. You only found two. No, I found more than that. Oh, okay. She found a solid three. Solid three. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> are you going to leave them on there? No, they're already off. Oh, okay. No more aftermarket parts for me. <laughs> no more ramrods. No ramrods. All right. All right. Since we got such a big house here today, let's get into the first topic. So the first topic, which is hopefully the only topic today. Sleep. Is Doug. That time? What? Huh? Well, Doug, you've been my right hand here for Surprise, a long time. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I get a lot of praise. People write and say, what a great job. Um, I get a lot of feedback from people who thank me for what I'm doing. I appreciate it. But I can't do it without you. Well, I could. But I probably wouldn't have been able to take it to the level it's at now without you, Doug. I wanted to acknowledge it. So moving on to the next. No, actually, we're, we're not moving on to the next. We're going to stick with this for a while. Um, I wanted yeah, it's gonna to. going to be comfortable as hell. We, I think we did a get to know a long time ago, but we didn't really. Oh boy. Do a get. I think good. we've done like day. three get to knows actually. Have didn't we re-record it like three times? Picked a day after three and a half hours of sleep. Huh? So I wanted to kind of go over again the history of Doug, how that little puppy came to me, and uh, what the man he's become today. <laughs> you could tell from me riding behind you, huh? <laughs> So I just wanted to tell, um, I remember the first day I met Doug, he was tagging along with his then girlfriend, Jennifer, came to the shop just to check it out and help her. And he was just just like, I was along for, I was along on an errand basically to pick up a ramp. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, kind of poking around. What's going on in here? And this was at a time when it was a low point in the amount of people coming to the shop. I kind of have to get different waves of people. I usually have you know, people trickling through over time um, and there wasn't a lot going on here then I think when you and Jennifer showed up. So we no, were, not really. There was a couple. We were able to spend a lot of time together and uh, there was a bike here that had been left that you adopted. Right. Crunch. Crunch. That you still ride. And I, I, I love it when I see you riding around town. I totally get it because it's like me and my rat bike. It's just the shitty little right, bike. Right. But around town, it's so fun and awesome. Yeah. So I love to see you riding that. It's fun to ride. It's uncomfortable as hell, but it's fun to ride. <laughs> <laughs> like your spine is just hating you every every. And and I know you had ridden like dirt bikes and stuff when you are young, but I remember taking you down to the parking lot. And just teaching you the basics on how to, mm-hmm. how to ride on Jen's uh, CB350. CL360. CL360. Close yeah. enough. 74. <laughs> and I think, did you like, were you lit up by that back? Were you? Yeah, like, I was always really kind of into it. And then as soon as I found this place and actually had a, a motorcycle at my disposal, uh, I just became enamored really quickly. And then all of a sudden there was this shitty motorcycle in my lap that I got to do whatever I wanted to and it was like it wasn't worried about registration or anything like that you're just like here make it run and it's yours I'm like yeah you have all the tools here I know how to use most of these things so yeah you came here with some uh, shop and metalworking knowledge basics yeah thanks dad yeah enough to pick stuff up and figure out how to do it do it better so you were a quick learn 
here i think and i was able to kind of set you free and um that bike was troublesome at the beginning sure it was a, a true test in your persistence after how many engine teardowns to date like six or seven <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. the first Holy four God. happened in like the first year right and we were never quite able to get it right um Adrian, weren't you part of? He was the reason it's it's on the road, basically. Yeah, diagnosing that. Oh, that was the one with the. Um... It would run backwards. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> had, it would run backwards. It had an advanced mode that it would should go into the CDI would go into once it started running, but it was in that advanced mode uh, during the startup process. So at very low RPMs, it was telling it to go faster. So the spark was happening sooner, thus. Throwing yeah, the like pistons back down into the engine a couple degrees <laughs> before top dead center basically. while wow, the while yeah. the starter motor was still engaged, so it was going against the starter motor. You sure it's not the VTEC that kicks in? <laughs> Did you the VTEC? Yeah, the eighty one. Yeah, buddy. Well, and it kept so killing the starter clutch. It was it was destroying the starter clutch, so I kept replacing that. Um, we were thinking that was the problem. That was the problem, right? And then ultimately, yeah. it was an eighty dollar used part on eBay uh, that that could have saved um, for, you know for engine rebuilds. <laughs> but and, live and learn and now I could do it with my eyes closed so <laughs> and in that time I was feeling so bad that you were just getting so frustrated with this bike that wasn't running and I remember going on Craigslist and trying to find something <laughs> for you. you you did Anything though better you, and I did I found a GPZ 550 for four hundred dollars yeah, like six wow. months later I think yeah and I remember I brought it home and I think I had to just charge the battery and yeah. I got it to start I remember showing up and it was it was running when I showed up. So I, I called Jennifer and I'm like, hey, I got this bike for him and it was about the time of your birthday. Yeah. So we're like, hey, happy birthday. Well, sort of, kind of. You got to kind of pay my mm -hmm. hat back. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember paying Jennifer some like three hundred dollars or something. I can't remember. She gypped you. She only paid two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I it was so long ago. I, I can't remember. Is, so is that your deal too, Liza? You new people come in here and you just like detain them by offering them a motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what you did to me. No, I, I showed up here first, and then you're like, "Here, have a motorcycle." I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? She's, no, she's a dealer. <laughs> the first one's free. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, the first one's free. <laughs> Nothing is ever free here. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, we all know that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't we? So then you got that GPZ and you had a bike to ride and a bike to work on. Yeah. And I think that's when you really took off and was really learning how to ride. And even though mm -hmm. that's an old sport bike, you it was became your like daily driver. And yeah. You started living the life. That that bike, even though it was just a 550 uh, straight four, uh, inline four, it, it really scared the shit out of me a couple times. So mostly me. <laughs> but it was on the bike. <laughs> so there was uh, the bike scaring you. Right. right. <laughs> just not knowing how to ride it well and still like scraping a peg on your first time, you know, and it, it just sends a chill down your spine Damn. the first time. Cool feeling. And then on the same road, almost hitting a, a giant buck, the antlers, you, you know, he was just standing there in the, in the middle of the road and I was going too fast. You know, passing cars left, left and right. And, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just looked up, and then his antlers went, like, right uh, under my left arm. And I kind of had to scoot over on the seat to, to not hit the antlers. But, you know, oh. that was that was scary, too. Did Liza teach you how to ride, too? Or kind of... She was teaching me how to ride. Um, also, there was some vampires here that were giving me some tips and tricks and whatnot. So, um, it, was, it was a lot of just before I got the ninja 
the GPZ uh, just stealing Jennifer's CL360 for the afternoon and going up into the mountains and stuff. Did you ever take the MSF? No. Yeah, see, because my old school way is here's how clutch works, now go out on the street. <laughs> right. That, that's uh, what I'm used to, <laughs> you know. And that's kind of what you did. Mm-hmm. Worked for you. Um, so then you had that GPZ, but then it wouldn't start when it was It was pulled. a hard start. Um, but then, like, in the my pods. ultimate wisdom, I... I no, I, I took the airbox yes, out and put yes. the pods on because <laughs> it, it sounded cooler, and it had like you know a half more horsepower. <laughs> that, that really matters. <laughs> so um, you ended up selling that. And I sold that to a friend. You got your Ninja, and then I got my Ninja. Yeah, the Ninja ZX7R, the '94. Z- when you brought that home, I'm like, oh god, he's gonna kill himself. <laughs> no. I thought almost, you were like, I got that. Almost need for a lot. Speed. Yeah. That bike is fun, though. And uh, through that time, um, you'd still been working on Crunch. Uh-huh. That was always a, a constant, up. like, either front burner or back burner project. Mm-hmm. And still I had has to, been. it's still up yeah, until recently. <laughs> um, it, it was always something I could do if I didn't have anything to do. Is that the one you put the kicker on? Yes. Okay. Because uh, because fuck you, that's why. Because yes. fuck you. That's yeah, why. exactly. Yeah. Since I put it on, I really haven't had to use it. Well, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you, it's not like an image thing. You went in there and you split the cases apart and you put the fucking kickstarter in there. Right, yeah. 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 It only broke it once. <laughs> yeah, I only broke it once. <laughs> so you've also helped me on a bunch of my bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had some some projects together we had the, the we, farm bike we built the farm bike the gooch. The gooch together yeah that thing was fun that you was know, a lot of fun I had a lot of fun I remember when I first was like oh, let's do something really extreme let's put a suicide clutch on here and we took oh, yeah. the pipes off and we're welding up like jockey how to ship weld suicide jockey clutch ship, welding up mounts and everything it's and gonna then, have a fist that comes out and hits you in the face and then like, we, <laughs> we go to put the pipes on realize we've just welded up all this bracketry right where the pipes go <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, because the pipes were <gasps> off yeah that was uh, that was a lesson in welding thing. all that was yeah but that's what it was and I, that's why i Tell everyone it's a lesson in, it's about the journey. So um, I think other people here maybe have a story they would like to share of how Douglas has helped them or or anything. Any story is going to do. You guys are killing me. Who wants to share a story? Sure. Donut? No. No, Go ahead. No, go ahead, Donut. Donut, go ahead. Mine's pretty general, so Adrian should share a story. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Um, I'll just have a, a couple. I mean, I remember the first time you started bringing this kid around. Um, I think it was first time we ran into him was the Fourth of July party at Jason's with yeah. the GPZ. The GPZ. Yeah, uh-huh. he showed up with a whole bunch of folks, and I'm just like, "Wait, who's this kid? Ooh, fresh meat." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, I started grilling you, and I was like, "Oh, wait, girlfriend, forget it." <laughs> uh, <laughs> And yeah, then he, he came to the Vampires Rally and camping out and going on the rides. I'm like, oh, cool guy to hang around with. So yeah, then we started hanging out a little bit and then started taking you dirt riding. And <clears throat> wonderful. Damn you for that. Well, th- that was a big gap between all that. Yeah. <laughs> you missed like two years of stuff. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but there was coming down here. And I remember um, your first real, that I know of, dirt, bur- dirt bike <clears throat> injury. Where you oh, do yeah. 250, and um, you have we have a wonderful photo of the two of us holding up our arms next to each other with identical mirrored um, gashes in our arm. Yeah, <laughs> mine was from still healing up, and his is fresh. Yeah, 
So then, yeah, making you squeal when I was irritating <laughs> it. Because um, we had a full wound kit. So we're like, okay, we got to get all the rocks out of there. So we take this big syringe with some sterile water and are just oh, like, oh no. Full, as much pressure as we can to get all the right. debris Did you the brush? out. Did you hmm? scrub brush him? No, we didn't scrub brush him. No. Uh, we used the water. I wasn't going to tolerate instead. that. It wasn't so, that yes, bad. Causing him to squeal and scream. <laughs> um, and then. Um, another dirt bike actually I think it was the same one where you're camping <laughs> out and we have a tradition with the dirty dirt bags is that if it's your first trip oh yeah um, and I think most people here who have gone with us camping have experienced this there's nobody else who's really going to show but yeah it's a surprise that Sunday morning you get woken up by every bike in the camp you haven't done that to me yet I think I've oh, been up good job pointing that one out I know yeah. I wake up too early Sorry. yeah you kind of <laughs> Yeah, I'll make a note of that. No, it, it anyway, was, that. there was there was at least two dirt bikes, and then maybe Tur- three. Yeah, there was three Did bikes, it? and they were starting to wheel up your uh, ZX7. And then, yeah, and, then, <laughs> and the Justin, not knowing how to use a choke, because he, he rides a Beamer, <laughs> killed the battery trying to start battery. my Ninja, which is loud as hell. You don't know how to do a lot of things. finger comes out of the tent, goes <laughs> off, and then you go back to sleep. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so... I got a couple more, but other people should go first. Donut, what you got for us? I uh, just ever uh, since the day I started coming to the garage, every time I've been <laughs> in trouble, Doug has been there to pick up my bike or give a suggestion. So respect, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, because Donut, I, you have thanked me for the the garage and everything I've set up, but. That's why I want to make sure that Doug's getting the credit because he's been there for everything too. I have a message from Sage too. Oh yeah, what Sage, Sage have to say? Because I did contact people. Oh yeah, wow, getting yeah. you back. Oh, yeah. Well, you're cutting it off at 29 minutes. I know you are. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it can't be longer than your podcast. <laughs> Talk really slow, man. So Sage sent me a message. I asked for just something, and he said, uh, "Doug is one of the most caring people I know. Motorcycles and jokes aside, he's a great guy. He scraped me off of Highway Nine after a crash, and after making sure I was okay, loaded my bike up and talked me through." how to be I can be a better writer and a safer writer he also puts up with my endless questions every Sunday without his help my bike wouldn't be running as amazing as it does <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's a qualified phrase. Yeah. It runs great. And he, and he continues with, I'm so lucky to have broken down in the DMV parking lot and have Megan and Doug find me and offer to help out. This badass crew of writers is amazing. Thanks for everything, Doug. You're the man. See you guys in a month or two. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Sage. Thanks, Sage. Yeah, that was appreciate it. Cool. It's ages off to where now? He's, I think it's it's summer for UCSC, so I okay. think he's off doing summer stuff. We so. we didn't know he was broken yeah. down. He he just had a nice like ZX6 track bike. I wanted mm-hmm. to check out, and he's like, "Oh, it won't run." Like, I thought oh. it was broken down. He had his head in his hand. Yeah, and like his, he was on the phone. He looked kind of dejected. Turns out, and, uh, yeah. he just his pet cock was not on. He just like literally we just. Like, nerping, nerping. Wait, the yeah. first question was. Do you have fuel? Yeah, have fuel. Yeah, lots. yeah, yeah. Have you turned it to reserve? I don't have a reserve. And we're like, uh, uh, yeah, something's okay. weird yeah. going on. That here. was funny, but yeah, that's from Sage. Well, cool. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm kind of similar with Donut is that I've, you know, I very little particular necessary, but I've been, you know, coming here for a year and a half, and there's not a project that I've been working on where where Doug hasn't been a huge part of it. And in fact, a few months ago, I learned that uh, when you're, you know. 
you know, neck deep in some kind of problem. If I can find Doug, I used I used to be like Liza, Liza, and then, and then I realized actually, NEM, NEM. I'll get way less sass from. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> so wow, like, uh, you just bypassed that. That's great. <laughs> Mike, you've given the secret. Now Liza, Liza yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now Liza, just like go find Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bother me. Go find Doug. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. How about you, Jake? I was gonna say I'm kind of in kind of in the same boat as Mike as this one. He, when I first received my moped from Liza, um, he was one of the main helps with it. He taught me how to do electrical, and he showed me how to clean a carburetor, and he basically showed me most of the basic knowledge I have about the moped. Um, he continued on to help me with the 175. And I also saw the first dildo I've ever seen in real life. <laughs> What's that got to do with me? <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. She is 18 for Wait, listeners. Did she, did she, did she, did she, yes, did she sure. walk in when you were changing? Oh. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah, in your room. That has to be a dildo. <laughs> You're supposed she to heard it hit the floor and came running. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have a, a, a one uh, one particular story, which is when uh, when you guys finally um, when you guys uh, you and Liza came to uh, uh, to get my the the busted CB five fifty and tow it to here. You guys brought a, a, a trailer and everything, and I was like, "Yeah, it's ready to go. Just just help it out." And but I'd never moved it because I was on crutches at the time. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and it was the, uh, and the salvage guys had put it there, and so uh, and and what was it? The so the front fork was bent so bad that we couldn't turn the wheel. Right. And it, the wheel wouldn't roll. And so Liza's like, I'm going to go back and get some tools. And then meanwhile, like, rather than be like, fuck you, we'll come back when it's, when it's, a, when it's apart. You just took the wheel off because I couldn't do anything because I was on crutches. So yeah. I'm like sitting there watching Doug, like in my, in my driveway while he's like taking apart my bike just to get it on the fucking trailer. <laughs> and so that was, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, do what you got to do to get it done. Yeah. And so I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Douglas. No. no problem. What you got to say? Uh, I don't really know Doug all that well. I just met him today, actually. So. <laughs> yeah, who, who is this guy? I don't know what, what his deal is. <laughs> the guy. Um, it's weird. I don't know. I actually kind of don't really know how you kind of came into my life. It's it was yeah. Just, where was did like you fuzzy, come from? I don't know. This is I asked weird. him this the other day Didn't too. Didn't he come I don't from know. Lucas? Like this is the only no, no, good I thing. Brought Lucas. Lucas no, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I am to blame. Oh, <laughs> Bringing the oh, Lucas. Oh, it's the other way around. Yes. I know. I, I made apologies about it a while ago. I'm sorry, but um, I think I'm, I might have seen you on the vampire rides. There was a time where I yes, was, I, was uh, I remember in. following you up uh, Jameson Creek one night. Yes, uh, when I just got my DRZ, and I'm like, I should be blowing these guys out of the water, but <laughs> no, there's this guy on a super super chicken in front of me, <laughs> just pulling away. I'm like, wow, he's a freaking good rider. Uh, this was this was after the like a it was at night, so it was it was a night. Okay, it was uh, a night. Dark it must ride, have been probably. a dark ride or something. Yeah, but we uh, were going from coming up next Boulder month. Creek. Yeah, it uh, was probably the dark ride because yeah. nine was closed that night, and everyone oh, had right. to go all okay. the way around to get back in. I don't Santa think Cruz. it was because I had just gotten the DRZ at that point. Yeah, because that uh, was... there was a time where I I, I kind of I saw you, but you had a prospect patch on about like a year, maybe seven eight months later or yeah. something. You're fully patched member, and uh, I started coming here, and I noticed, oh, who's this? Oh, this guy. I seen this guy, and then this guy, this guy, <laughs> and. Um, 
From that point on, we just, I, I guess, what, it, what was it, a week ago was the actual first time we actually just hung out. And yeah, we got shit. to hang out and shoot the shit. And yeah. He's not, he's not a bad guy. Be dude bros, y'all. Be dude bros. Be dude, be, yeah. He's okay. Hey. We talked about the jerky boys. and. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was cool. All right. Hey, James, how about you? Well, with the same 550 that Mike had trouble loading into the trailer, um, <laughs> Doug has helped me tow it, I think, a couple of times now. Um, I don't think recent. I've helped you tow it once, so this yeah. is all You bad. haven't done the tug and tow service with James yet? No. no. This is all Doug. <laughs> Who wants the tug and toe? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I want to know the details. Rub and tug. Well, first you get <laughs> the light with a toe strap. <laughs> but Douglas, Douglas has helped me with basically every problem that I've had with the bike. Um, most recently, the the shift shaft seal. I mean, we went up to get it yeah, from my house and bring it mm-hmm. back here, and that was awesome because I was just going to wheel it down, and um, we spent like two hours, I think, trying to remove those stupid uh stripped screws and without doug i wouldn't have been able to get anywhere so. yeah we actually went into liza's do not use drawer we, we had to we had to but but then but then I, I bought you the the one that yeah that you broke yeah so yeah. i bought you a replacement so thank yeah. you yeah i think we're doug, never gonna go in there again doug, <laughs> i think you've been working on that on that 550 for a year and a half now i think i think just by yeah rights, when do i get to be part to owner uh, like <laughs> by default no? <clears throat> Thanks, James. All right. Hey, Michael, what you got to share? Um, I've known Doug since he was a kid. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Living back in that, the island life. And uh, it, it was good. Um, we have a lot of memories together. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you can't tease us like that. Totally. Oh, okay. Um, well, let's see. When we moved out here, uh, I think it was in 1964. Um, <laughs> we had... <laughs> I was like 40 then. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm, I'm in the boat with everybody else that, um, you know, Doug's just a good guy. There's, uh, he's helped out a lot of people in, in more ways than, than a lot of people probably realize. Um, so thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You still, ding, ran, ding. <laughs> you still ran past all those stories you were going to tell us. Yeah, yeah. Cat, <laughs> how about you? So I came to the garage and I was wide-eyed and saying pretty much nothing to anyone. I was just standing there awkwardly. In the corner. Which is what under I'm really the, good Under at. the fig tree or the plum tree, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was pretty much convinced that I was never going to fit in anywhere in my life. See, that's and, why we're the misfits. Yeah. And then I came here <laughs> and found my people. And I feel like this is the garage for the people... Who a either have a lot of people and get along with everyone, or be like me who don't have people. And Doug really took me under his wing and showed me a whole bunch of different things, and has put up with all of my inane questions and telling me righty tighty lefty Lucy about a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> he showed me the bike that I have now on Craigslist and actually went with me to get it and sat in a car for like four hours and bargained with the dude, took it on a test ride with five PSI in the tires. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a little squishy, but it feels good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and has dealt with every 
I don't know what I'm doing look from me since the beginning. <laughs> and without you, it wouldn't have happened. I probably would have still been standing in the corner by the plum tree with the big old bunny Well, eyes. I would have yelled at you by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of us wouldn't get, would have gone and got you. But the moral of the story, I guess, is what everyone else is saying, is that without you, the garage would be still be the garage, but it wouldn't be the place Thanks. that it is now. Thank you. Here, here. I've yep. got a message from Squanch, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. I oh. do. All it's right. short and sweet. Uh, from Squanch, Doug, what can be said about Pedo Bear? What a loyal friend. <laughs> Open, honest, and caring. And always there when you need anything. Like $100 tabs at the Brit and blowjobs and wine tasting and camping. Miss you. Okay, I, uh, I sent a story here. Um, yeah. Do you want to elaborate on that? Oh, which part? The blowjobs or the pedophile stuff? Oh, I, oh those aren't, sure. Those are separate I was incidents? thinking the Brit, actually. It's her but fault that she calls me pedobear. No, it's not. It's yes. his fault, too. Uh, no. no, it's actually primarily it's actually your fault. actually your fault. What? I know. Because... Because yeah. you're young. Because you're young. So is Donut, and you were friends with Donut. She was calling me that before yeah, Donut started He's not out. sleeping with Donut. <laughs> that we know of. Not every, that, that we know of. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, well. Thanks, Sarah, <laughs> for writing in. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, trying to uh, think of something funny, but blank. So, Mason, you got anything to say? Yeah. Um, first day, I actually decided to show up to the garage, pulled up. Nobody was here. Nobody was here. Um, I was like, oh, okay, what, what is this place? And then this guy comes walking out. This guy. This guy. This guy. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And then he's just super chilling, just immediately comes up, starts asking me about the bike, you know. And we start working on it right away. Just like, you know, like I'd known him for, you know, years. It was really cool. And uh, I actually learned how to solder properly that day because of Doug um, I just never bothered and it seemed confusing but um, he made it real easy for me and that was really cool but then a week later we tore those lights off my bike anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I mean the recycle way uh, I run into Doug around town and stuff I go bug him at work whenever I go there <laughs> yep always munching um, on a hot dog and and you know he's always cool um, and uh yeah, you know, I'd be lying if I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't look up to him. You know, thanks, oh, bud. Nice. So thank he's kind of tall. <laughs> Can't see you from here, but <laughs> thanks. I have to, I have to second the thing uh, about Doug's sass or lack thereof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I shut I up. I Father think we Doug, can all Doug is a sassless yeah. man. A sassless, yeah. <laughs> sassless man. I, I yes. What, when I have a question, I'll usually uh, send a text message to Doug um, and not have to deal with all the the shit Liza gives me. <laughs> wow. But it's loving shit. Well, but this is the if mommy says no, ask daddy. This is what's happening. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the situation's going yeah. on right now. So th thanks for putting up with that. Yeah, of course. Um, I just want to add really fast to add to the mommy says no comment. Um, there have been multiple occasions regarding the moped where the well 
Liza will say, oh, yeah, do this. And then I'll be doing it. And Doug will come up and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, it it's kind usually, of continues like usually it's who told you. Usually it starts with, did Liza tell you to do that? Because <laughs> if she did, stop doing it right now. Because that's yep. it's wrong. <laughs> just, just kidding. That smash I, can I, is still working on that. I know we butt heads quite a bit on our different views and ideas. but um, Well, we, actually, listening to everyone. To me, it seems like we make a good matched pair in that we're covering all ground. Yeah. Um, all lecture people in Sassum, you're the easygoing one who'll be patient and, and take the time, not lecture them as much. <laughs> he I can just, give lectures too. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He can. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, have you ever lectured me? No, you, you're too hard headed. <laughs> I haven't gone yet, though. I know. Um, I just wanted to say I, I could say a lot, but um, and we first started dating. This is Megan, Doug's actual girlfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah, not Lucas's girlfriend. This is Megan, yeah, Doug's girlfriend. Actual girlfriend. Yeah, um, not, <laughs> not pretend like yes. writes Mrs. Lucas. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, anyways, um, when we first started dating, Douglas asked me out wearing all of his gear, and I was like, okay, cool. And I think on our first date or second date, I was like, can I get on the back of a motorcycle? He was like, yeah, okay. So, so it was the gear that did it. Chicks love leather, man. They yeah, do, it do. hit my pooch, yeah. my my t- my, <laughs> my tummy. And tummy. Um, he actually brought me here late <laughs> no. at night to borrow some gear, and almost didn't take me because we couldn't find a liner. It was like late at night, I want to say. Yeah. And you almost didn't take me, and I think, and you did, and we had a blast, and it was fun. And like fast forward a couple months, you were like, so. When are you going to start writing? I was like, oh. sure, okay. And um, you just got in the DRZ, and I you put me on it on a parking lot, and I was absolutely terrified because yeah. you had just paid all this money for this shiny, sexy bike, and I thought I was going to fuck it up. But I rode it in circles in the parking lot, and um, and then fucked it up. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only dropped it a couple times. It burned me really yeah. bad once. Um, but I then I took the MSF course, um, and it was down to let's ride, let's ride. And I was like, I don't have anything to ride. And um, did we go over the time limit? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, really professional. One day, warrior. I think it was we both had a day off, and he showed me this Craigslist ad. He was like, "What do you think?" And I was like cool looks good uh i don't have money i'm a college student he was like well i do and um we came to the garage (laughs) (laughs) we came to the garage picked up the trailer and went up to berkeley and he bought me a motorcycle we talked him down to four four twenty four twenty that's right four twenty yeah from five and we trailered back and you held my hand through fixing it up and getting it on the road Mm -hmm. and you taught me to ride and um i got my third bike today and i haven't crashed um fourth bike no oh yeah well third street bike yes um i haven't ever crashed um i've done a million miles it feels like and i'm still having a lot of fun and i'm still loving it Cool. Thank you. More or less. And you're welcome. Too, but, uh. That too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, it, it's it's cool here to to hear people's stories and really reflect on it. And realize like Douglas caught on to what I was doing, and he he turns around and he continues that and and 
takes people out to buy bikes and does all the same kind of things and is is that's why I say he's helped me. He's really magnified or multiplied how many people I can help here and I'm always getting the praise. Mm-hmm. So I, I do I just, have to, oh I do have to say too yeah. is that he he also bought me a dirt bike and he has been the most patient person ever while I have been freaking out and upset and overwhelmed with all of the projects and yeah yeah Doug do you want a boyfriend too (laughs) (laughs) ask ask her if it's okay (laughs) so yeah and I know and I'm not the only one it it was kind of a piece of shit dirt bike but it was supposed to be a piece of shit dirt bike oh I know it was supposed to be something to learn on and to bash around and loan out I know and that's what it is it's serving it's purpose and it's perfect for it and it's not just that but you've helped me with all my bikes and it's the reason why they're up and running Mm -hmm. so and I want to say, too, that I, I know when you first came here, I was teaching you how to do everything, and there was a certain point where, where I realized <gasps> that things had flipped over, and, like, you'd become a better mechanic and a better rider than <laughs> no. me. And it was just like, oh, shit. Why is that? I remember being going on a ride, and we stopped for coffee or something like that, and you looked at me, and sh- you're like, God damn it, he's faster than me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the ones I want to bring up is um, I have seen your riding improve over the months, and definitely wanted to thank you for keeping me on my toes to stay faster than you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I, have not, I have not overtaken you yet on yes. the street, but I, I, you know. But you've definitely given me a good run for my money at yeah. times. It's fun. Watch out, it's coming. Oh, I know. Because that's one thing I do know about Doug is he's he's very smart about what he does. He doesn't take a lot of the risks out on the street. <laughs> yeah, you've had your, your crashes and stuff, but it's not like you're being reckless or really riding right, above right. There's, there's a time and a place to know when to, when to go out and goose it. And you're actually kind of conservative in that you really do pay attention and really put effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um since we've gone over how much time you spent on me. Well, <laughs> oh, a little competitive. I, I, I just wanted to close this and say thank you. you you're, you're a very easygoing person, like I, like I was saying. You really do kind of offset my personality in here, and I think that's really what's helped me build the community that's here because I never had built a community like this. Um, by having you here, it's it's done that. Um, you're more patient you yeah you do, you do everything i do you just do it better <laughs> um well, thank but you it's been so, a, it's uh, been a wonderful trip i want to say you're a really good friend and i think everyone here and everyone who um you know had something to say about this all agreed so thank you thank you you're welcome so let's take this opportunity to do the craigslist porn oh, of the week i totally which about that. Oh, coincidentally is in Maui. It's because, not in Maui. No, it's not it's in Maui. In, there was, there was it was supposed Nothing to be Maui. Mopeds, yeah. It was supposed there to be Maui because that's where Douglas There were scooters from. and an ad about a stolen Harley. That was about it. Yeah. It's like the only Harley on the okay, island. Okay, so, yeah. so, <laughs> so anyways. We, we tried. We tried. Where times. are we going? Uh, oh, you you exited out. It was a Nighthawk. And oh, there it is. Just a second. Ah. For $500. For five hundred dollars, and it's in Oahu. Oh, same thing. Yeah, same thing. It's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just a swim, just a short swim. It's a 1983-84 Honda Nighthawk 650. Wait a minute, it's an 83 or it's an 84? They don't know. (laughs) It's currently running. 
Um, it's been sitting in the yard, blah, blah, blah. Uh, title and registration are good. It takes up space in the property, so I'm trying to get rid of it. And that's about the only information. But it's a running bike for $500. So. And it's a Nighthawk. And it's a But Nighthawk. they also have a Ninja 250. Yeah. So on Oahu, uh, would the Ninja 250 be a better bike, Doug? Uh, than the Nighthawk? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you you can only go in circles anyway on an island, right? At thirty five miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. On Oahu, no, there's actually a freeway. Really? Oh, it's forty five. It's not an interstate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an interstate, but it's a freeway. It's like sixty, I think. Inter island. Uh, yeah. There's <laughs> a big old bridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, what's cool about the islands, uh, in this respect, is that you, you can go on, on Oahu. You can go in a straight line. You can also hit the twisties. So. Cool. Yeah, a bike that's good for both. So again, ninja. just showing that there are deals to be had out there. There's a lot you can do with a running Nighthawk. I mean, I emailed you that. Talk. That is like one of the best beginner I bikes. I remember. But I, not uh, as good as GPZ 550. Owning owning a motorcycle in Hawaii without a garage, though, um, I, I wouldn't suggest it to anybody. It's, Why is that? It's just the the, the salt air. We oh. live next to the beach here now. I never but thought of that. So when they say it's been living outside, right? That's Stay away. Bad. It's it's really bad. Uh, cars don't last long there either. So since we went right into Doug, I do want to cover real quickly the what we did today um, because there was a lot going on. And yep. Miss Cat, what did you learn today? That electrical sucks. <laughs> and, uh, so yes, electrical sucks. I also learned um, I am very inept at the whole righty tidy lefty Lucy, as I mentioned earlier thing. Um, I learned how to take my seat off twice, three times, three and a half times. There's something else that you learned today, too. Um, not to take shortcuts. No, that every time you bend over with a low-cut shirt, oh. <laughs> the music, the music will play. <laughs> so for those who weren't aware, I was trying to be polite. Every time she bend over and I just get flashed, I'm like, you know what, you're flashing me. Okay. She keep I'm doing okay. it. So oh, we just queued up the music. Present, Liza. We just queued up the music. Every it's time she flashed, we play the music. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and she giggle and keep going. And I felt like we yeah. were really on the line. I don't think she really somewhere. cares. I don't care. So. I no. certainly I don't so. care. <laughs> 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 was, you know. so, Taking one for the team, Knock. Yeah. Yeah. You're working on your Rebel 250. Yes, I am. It's. It's oh. having some issues. Let me start with it, and Doug, I think you'll appreciate this. This is the age-old lecture I give people. So it started with, um, let's talk about your license plate, which is zip-tied on to the bracket. <laughs> she has a new one. Zip-tied That's fine. That's more than what I have. I agree. You're shock-absorbing. I concur. Zip-ties. Yeah. So it's zip-tied on, and it so it's just flopping loose. And I said, so... Why don't we uh, go find some bolts and just bolt that on proper? And your response was? Well, I have a new license plate at home. I don't want to have to bolt it on twice. So I'm just going to leave the zip ties on. And that was a big mistake, wasn't yes. it? Yes, it was a Because <laughs> you know what lecture she got? just imagine <laughs> what proceeded. It was bad. I said, that was the wrong thing to say to me. Now I know you're lazy. Yep. <laughs> and are going to try and get out of doing things the That's right the way. That's the recycle way. Yep. So I'm going to make <laughs> you do it. <laughs> I'm going to make you do it. So then we proceeded to dig out bolts out of the recycle bucket. The thing that she's not mentioning is is this bucket 
is made specifically so that the bolts do not fit onto the screws, even if they look like they're going to and they start threading on. So I went through like 600, not 600, but a lot of bolts and nuts trying to find ones that fit. And then I'd go to my bike and I'd put it in and try to screw it on and it'd be too short or too long or not the right head size. Here, here's things. what I would get from Kat. Yeah. Um, I'd come in and I'd grab a bolt and how about this? No, it's not going to fit through the hole. I, I think it is going to fit. And the fact that you just told me it won't fit without actually checking tells me again you're being lazy. So here we go again. Yep. So she was met with... Uh, what's and the, then they, she's always right, of course. So it's not even her. like I get any satisfaction no, out of this. No, you never do. No. Don't try. Just, no. just don't fight it, man. Yeah. I tried a little bit. Like it's inevitable. With the smug it's inevitable. 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 <laughs> you were kind of wishing Doug was helping you, huh? No, actually. <laughs> Doug helped later but i think i needed the lecture about the don't be lazy sometimes you need mom to yeah sometimes down. i yeah sometimes you need mom <laughs> <laughs> so you did you managed to get it attached and then you started working on the turn signals which turn were non-existent signals. which found some in the bucket so they exist but they she's don't using work donuts yeah. ninja 250 signals yeah when people take turn signals off a bike maybe one breaks they have an extra or they're replacing them with something nicer they throw it in our bucket and so other people who need something free pull them out so you got the, you figured out how to get those put on so yeah i got them on and i found out which wires were shorting uh and got those separated so that my bike stopped blowing fuses and then i tried to wire it and Doug tried to help me, and then Liza tried to help me, and the wiring is all janky on my bike, and so I went searching for crossed wires, and that's when I learned how to take my seat off three three and a half times, and learned that 90% of the bolts on my bike are put in crooked, <laughs> and half of them are metric, and half of them are American. Sounds like a perfect first bike. Sounds like it's, Duncan's yeah. bike. Yeah. It's called, <laughs> learn everything. it's called tension fit. <laughs> Uh, exactly. What else did you learn today? Something oh, no. with Gorilla Glue? How to solder. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I learned how to solder with a really awesome soldering gun that I now need. I see. I'm starting but, to really see how this works out. I just lecture people and, and stare at them. And then Doug actually comes in and teaches. I swoop, I swoop up, I swoop up the mess you left, I and I become the out the hero. Liza's like the drill sergeant; she'll just break you down to nothing. Build you back up. Your self-esteem. Yeah, it's a training program. You come to the garage, you will get fucked with. I'm gonna disagree because the literal first time I ever sat on anything that I was controlling with a motor was a mini bike that Liza put me on and an evil Knievel helmet and a welding jacket. <laughs> oh, yeah, Did you, Wait, were you put in the jumpsuit? No. Oh, at least it wasn't the jumpsuit. That's good. But I'm going to say that she is. She does have a very motherly side. She's not just a hard ass. She she is very maternal about all of us. Uh, I used to you say... You didn't show up with, a, with, with I, I don't know how to do this, or this is broken. <laughs> That's usually the I thing. had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. I popped the clutch and did an accidental wheelie, and it looked really cool, but nice. I had no idea what I was doing. I used to good say start. that... Liza, if Liza were a, a bird, she'd be kicking eggs out of the nest. <laughs> really? You said that, huh? I have said that in the past, yes. And I guess that still holds true. You, you, you're like, oh, you, first day right here, get on this bike and go down the street. Mm, okay. People yeah. need that, though. 
sometimes yeah. picking eggs out of the nest they like kind of hatch on the way down and then they only half splat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rest become Lucas on a pocket bike <laughs> <laughs> and then real quick Mason you took your bike apart um, I, I I enjoyed your joke when Doug showed up he's like hey donut I'm like, what's he talking about? Donut's not here. <laughs> he said, oh, sorry. I thought you were donut. And saw, all the plastic's <laughs> off on the ground. <laughs> saw a bunch of fairings on the ground. I'm like, ah, oh, he must be taking off his bike. Taking his bike apart. So what it, What were you doing? Um, I was trying to figure out an idle issue I have with the katana. Um, it idles oh. low at about a thousand. Oh, and then uh, <laughs> great. Turn the fan on real quick. Knock, it's right by you. Knock has been drinking. Okay, not to, Knock has been drinking beer and Red Bull, and he burped, and it's disgusting. Oh. Absolutely I was, disgusting. I was primed with three amazing tacos from oh. the next door. I am so sorry. Oh. <laughs> Although Bosley's probably enjoying the shit out of it. <laughs> no, he's sorry. actually Bosley's passed out. dead on the yeah. floor. <laughs> he's dead on the floor. All right, sorry. Go ahead with what oh. you were saying. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it idles low at about 1,000, and then uh, you use the idle screw, and you turn it in to adjust it. Then you give it some gas and it'll jump up to about 2,000 and stick there. It doesn't come down. So I pulled off the airbox, synced up the carbs, thought that might help. Uh, but it didn't really do anything. It, it runs smoother now. It runs fine once you get over 1,500. Um, and then I cleaned my air filter with David. Um, he had the right stuff for that. So that it sounds cool. It sounds better now when you pulled in uh, the second time than it did when you were running it earlier. It sounds a lot better. Yeah, it doesn't It's coming down so a lot much. quicker. I, you know, <laughs> for what it, the trouble it might be um, worth just to kind of leave it where it's at for now. Yeah, and it's, it's more of an annoying than an actual it functional issue. Worse. It's, yeah, it's more of annoying. But, but other than that, it, it runs great. Um, and I'll, I'll have to figure out what's going on, try a new air filter or something. Well, as long as you're having fun on it. Yeah, yeah I think it's today great. you learned how to take your plastics apart. Yeah, that's like probably the twelfth time I've taken those off of that. It seems pretty like as far <laughs> well, as plastics go, it's it. not a bad it's not a bad setup you've got. No, it's not too bad. Like, There's like half pieces, a dozen really. bolts on yeah. each side, yeah. Well, well those things haven't been heat warped yet. So you're in yeah. the good phase of plastics. <laughs> Give another yeah. two years. <laughs> oh I, I crashed Michael's drone today. What? I crashed Michael's drone. Bastard. He brought his drone over because I was thinking of getting one. And uh, it, it, it was very impressive. <laughs> I was just hovering at like, you know, half throttle. I'm like, oh, what's what's going to happen if I go all the way up? Boom, the thing takes off so freaking fast. And uh was very sensitive to my input. Uh, and oh, I almost yeah. I almost recovered it twice and Ew. then it, it went to the ground. <laughs> So basically, you hand-fisted the throttle. I hand-fisted the throttle, and it was really sensitive. You liked every second. Yeah. <laughs> it quivered a couple times and then hit the ground. <laughs> and broke a motor. So, um, Nock, you had a topic that you wanted to bring up. Yes, I had a topic. I kind of vaguely forgot it. I, I emailed you, you somebody texted the topic, it to me, but and it was, I have uh, it on my phone here. I believe the topic in question was, how has writing changed your social dynamics uh, with... Non-writers, uh, yeah. the writers and people you've met. Um, yeah, and you wrote to me, writer friends versus non-writer friends. And, and how did your world split between writer friends or non-writer friends, if it did at all? Uh, I've noticed, for me anyways, um, 
they, it it became a marked difference between writing friends and non writing friends. But yeah, um, I'm just let it round table let everybody um, discussion yeah. here. It gets um, annoying when people keep telling you you're gonna hurt yourself and kill yourself, uh, and yes. it's like, let's can we be move on? Yeah. Okay, cool. More positive attitude. Towards yeah, it. and uh, other of other writer friends don't. It's not something we talk about, <laughs> and that's I think yeah. like when I go to visit people or talk to people I haven't seen, that is what I hear. You're gonna kill yeah. yourself. I'm like. It, it awesome. Do yeah. that or get a real bike, get an American <laughs> bike, get a Harley. Yeah. I would get that and from my cousins. I don't need to be yeah. told by people that I'm going to hurt myself all the time. And so it's definitely, a diff- there's definitely a difference. Yeah, it, it seems to split the group up between people who are super happy and stoked for you and the ones that are like, oh no. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I'm going to say that um, it can go either way. I know that for like uh, partners that ride together, I think that's, uh, I'm envious uh, that they can share that. But then I also know people who it was in their best interest to have something that was just theirs that they can go off and do alone. I can see that. Well, um, you have a pretty unique uh, take on this because you rode your whole life and your entire uh, mirror or focuses or lens is like you as a rider. And that's something you've done your whole life. And a lot of us picked it up recently, relatively. Right. And that, uh, creates a marked change in our lives but what, yeah. what, what would you say about that yeah but i was that solo writer that so many people are the one who just rode to go to work and just yeah it was a it wasn't just a recreational vehicle there were a lot of times it was my only form of transportation but i was never part of a community like there is here um I've never known so many people who loved motorcycles as much and want to talk about it and work on them and do all that stuff. I was always having trouble finding people who would do that. Yeah, it's um, similar to how I started as well. It's like I started late in my life, but I knew one other person who was going to ride. And we wound up, he wound up not getting bitten by the bug. He crashed his Seca 2 the first trip we went out and picked up another here and there, but then dropped it a couple months later. Um, but yeah, I've noticed for myself that I don't have any non-writing friends anymore. Yeah. Almost, we go to a party yeah. and there might be a couple significant others who aren't who have never ridden. But even most of the significant others and partners have at least ridden in their life, even if they're not actively doing it now. Adrian, so. your partner rides too. Oh yeah. So yeah. It's um, but yeah, I just go to like you know the parties. I was like, okay, you're the non-writer. Mm-hmm. That's sort of thing, and everybody else is ridden. Anybody else? Yeah, uh, I've noticed it actually with with my group of friends too. There was, uh, I had a pretty big circle of friends. Well, I still do, of course, and all my friends are great. I don't, I don't really hang out too much with you my friends. You put a lot of them on bikes. Yeah, that's that that too. <laughs> I've put a few of my friends on bikes. You know, there's a few people that I, I know wouldn't be riding if I if I didn't not to toot my own horn, but I did, wouldn't be riding if I didn't start getting into it myself. But I noticed that once motorcycles kind of took over my life, I stopped going to the bars and spending money on beer and cigarettes and darts and pool and. You know, I got five bikes to feed now. <laughs> it's like, ain't nobody got time for that. Um, but it's not bad. I, you know, I still see my other friends, but um, it's not as going to the going to the bar or go down to the to downtown to play pool or something is not as enticing to me as 
going in and putting a new set of brush guards on a bike or or even going for a ride just going for a ride or whatever making excuses to get on your freaking bike and just go out into the world um you know it's like when you wake up in the morning like how am i gonna fit motorcycles into my day that's kind of how i wake up in the morning and well did anyone here get negative feedback from their family oh yeah donut did did you got none did you get support oh yeah totally Talk into the mic, please. Well, it's better than what I was doing before, so most yeah. of my family is pretty supportive. Ha- has anyone asked for a ride yet? Yeah, actually, a couple of my aunts have. Nice. They tell me not to tell my uncles, which is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I got really negative reactions, actually. My parents basically said that I wasn't allowed to do it when I lived with them, and <clears throat> that if I got a bike, they would kick me out. And oh. they... I asked, all I asked for my birthday was gear, and they're like, no, we, we're not getting you anything. You don't, this is not something we support, which is strange because they were both writers when they were younger. The, your dad came here. My dad came here because... Was this before or after? This was before I got the bike, and he <clears throat> looked at me after we got in the car, and he said, I know that you're going to do this because you are my daughter. And mm-hmm. I would have done this when I was your age too. He was a writer when he, I was when he was my age, and he said, "I want you to know that if I have to come to the hospital because you got scraped off the highway, I'm probably just going to be coming to make sure you're alive, and I'll leave." <laughs> my I, parents don't yeah. support it. Yeah, uh, I had similar to Cat. My dad used to ride. And my mom, it's one of those things where she'd like rather put her fingers in her ears and like pretend mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. And I'm riding down to San Luis Obispo next weekend to visit her and my sisters. <clears throat> she doesn't know I'm going to be riding down, and I'm not probably going to tell her because she's just going to freak out about it. But yeah. um, my father, um, my father, my grandfather, his dad died in a motorcycle accident, and uh, my dad was orphaned and adopted as the result of that. And uh, when he kind of we don't talk very often, but when my dad realized that this was something I was going to do, he is very stoic and doesn't talk. And he just said, the reason why I quit writing is I wanted you to grow up with a dad. And that was something that was like, I don't know how to respond to this. Yeah, there's... And um, total negative, and they would rather not hear. I'm hoping that they would, aren't going to notice that I got a new bike. Um, they're going to go... The last one was black, and this one's black, and they kind of both have fairings, and they're both sport bikes, so well, hopefully they won't notice To the that. untrained eye, they could be the same bike. Yeah, yeah. You, need to, you need to make sure the princess sticker goes across, and then you'd be fine. So I'm really hoping that my mom doesn't notice that I got a new motorcycle, and... Um, <laughs> Because it's well, not on see, Facebook. I yeah, got very I put neutral. it all over in Facebook and tagged <laughs> you in it already. She's gonna go. Oh, did she, no? She's gonna text me and she's gonna go. What did you crash? Why is why is it in the back of your truck or something? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's the question. So okay, the yeah, I'll just say I upgraded. I got some new parts <laughs> or something. I don't know. So. So it's, it's, it can be hard sometimes because now it's become mm-hmm. a big part of my life and it's when I visit them it's something I want to talk about and something I want to share but they don't want to be a part of that and they don't want to listen See, yeah. mine were fairly neutral on it actually I mean they were like I mean I told them I was riding by showing up on the bike at mm-hmm. one in the morning um, <laughs> and they're like oh hi you're here because it was a long it was one of my first cross countries was how I should, told them mm-hmm. um, and they're pretty neutral about it um they eventually sent me a copy of Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance as their way of approving Persig. of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
but mostly because they I've heard the stories of them in their youth and no, they don't get to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. They used to be <laughs> they used to be ice racers and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. ice racing, really? Yeah, they used to do ice racing. Okay, uh, four wheeled uh, ice racing, not um, two wheeled, but still. Yeah, but still, uh, definitely in the blood in terms of speed and going. Oh bananas. yes, um, that's cool. I think they might be happier that I'm doing it on a bike and more controlled than the um, street racing I was doing as a teen. Yeah. So. So I, I think I'm I, I think I've got uh, an idea of what you were looking for in this, and let me ask. Jake, Donut, and Mike, because you all have started riding somewhat recently. Do you guys feel like you're cooler now? (laughs) You know what I mean? Is it like because you ride to work, you ride to school, you ride home or to, to your friends' houses now. Do you think that people perceive you differently because of that? Well, I have to say, in my case, when you roll up in a 20-year-old, sun-faded Kawasaki Concorde, <laughs> the ladies just drop their trousers. <laughs> I, I can't keep them off me. I got, it's, it is, uh, it, it's, it's actually becoming a problem. Cue the music. <laughs> um, I am, I'm dropping my trousers. <laughs> you guys don't see out there. Donut, how about you? Did, did it change who you were when you became a writer? Because I'm saying before you were part of the community, but just... I think I see people looking at me with more fear in their eyes than awe. And that's <laughs> that's kind of cool too. I can well, deal with that. I don't know. It's not. Sometimes you want to just talk to someone and then they just see you as some big bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or nope. as a girl and working in a motorcycle shop in town, people come in and they're like, "What? You got a Ninja 250?" I'm like, ugh. <laughs> No. That's what they, or, can, actually, that's or, they can actually verbalize or they go, to you. Or they go, is your is the boss here? And I'm like, why? Can I help you with something? And they're like, well, I need this. I'm like, well, here you go. And this is how you do it. And this is what you need. And they're like, oh. God, I've created a monster. I yeah. didn't know you. I didn't know you knew how to do this stuff. And I was like, well, why do you think they hired me? Right. And it's, so there's that to it too, I think. There's this different Are, aspect when you're, Chick. Is that everybody, or is it just mostly forty-year-old dudes that are kind of out of touch with their uh, the twenty-year-olds too? The twenty-year-olds really? can be bad too. Yeah, man. So you ride a motorcycle? Uh, what kind of motorcycle do you ride? Do you go for rides? I'm like, uh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good Lucas impression, right there. <laughs> so Jake, how about what you? What kind of rides do you ride on your ride? <laughs> I know you're just on your you're on your moped, but you've also been out dirt biking. Has this gotten you like some sort of higher status in school um it was kind of a divide half of it was um kind of awe which was nice it you know in class it's like what did you do this weekend and it's like oh i got my moped running people are like oh you have a moped and it was very my ego got much bigger but um then the other half of it is is there's a lot of like when at school at least most people see it as you either ride a motorcycle or you want to ride a motorcycle. So <laughs> yeah, I see up, it that way too. You roll up on a janky moped and they're like, oh, it's a moped. Well, I think you're You know you're going to be like the first one. Right? Yeah. yeah. In your, it was, in it your was class, when yeah. nobody else could drive and I rolled up late mm-hmm. to class and you could hear it in every single class. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There'll be a fleet of mopeds before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guarantee my, it. My favorite was when I, I, I still had a really hard time getting it started 
at first and so i would bump start it down the hill at my school <laughs> and the gate wasn't always unlocked so <laughs> i would get to the bottom and i'd be like oh my god and stop really fast and almost hit somebody thank god for fun. those awesome brakes huh <laughs> yeah it, it took me a full 15 feet to stop i'm not even kidding you mean exciting. those converse brakes the con yeah, yeah. the bottoms of my shoes back pedal Flint, down flintstones down. edition <laughs> Cue the bongos. And the Mountain Dew can got a lot of comments, too, <laughs> I gotta say. People Sweet. thought that it was there by accident, like I didn't know what to do with it, so I put it there. <laughs> so, that was fun. No, it has a purpose. It's compressing your air filter. Exactly. Um, has anyone tried to like be like, oh, here, let me help, like, help you and take that out for you? Yes. I've also had people, where's the key, and can I ride it? And you're like, nah. <laughs> nope. It's all oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> it's sort of kind of almost really hot wired exactly but i don't want to tell people that because somebody will steal the, the it the trick I is that. that there's no trick yeah. <laughs> that's the well, secret ingredient right there so um we're almost wrapping up but i wanted to give mention to our own dr hard ass professor Whoa. exxon <laughs> who is leaving us Yes, unfortunately, I... Uh, Going to actual greener pastures. Greener pastures, pastures yeah. I'm really? moving and to... Uh, in, uh, I'm, I'm leaving town, uh, Santa Cruz, I'm leaving next week, and uh, to move to Ireland. And so I will be sure to uh, send dispatches once I start... I, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost me almost $1,000 to get licensed because there's all the fees and you have to right. take mandatory classes. So I don't know quite how we, quickly we I'm going to do it. We want to hear about this stuff, how it's done in other countries. Yeah, too, yeah. So I'll let you guys... Write in and we'll read it. Oh, yeah. I'll fill you, you in yeah. on it. And we can even like Skype in for... Send like, us a thing. voice memo or something. Yeah. yeah. And then once I start riding, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you guys like... Yeah, ride reports and... From, yeah. Tell us what you're writing and all that. It'll be cool to, to get an uh, international. Yep. What are we going to do thing? without the noise whistling in the background? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, someone that wasn't me has been, <laughs> has been breathing too closely into the mic the whole time today. So I don't know who that was, but <laughs> but I noticed it because <laughs> I'm well, wearing headphones today. <laughs> Mike, good luck to you. We're going to miss you. you. And thank um, you, guys. It's this not going to be the same without you around here. And it's really not. Thank you. And I, I, I came here uh, a year and a half ago not knowing how to... Barely, I, I, I didn't even know how to change oil or anything like that. Yeah. And so now I'm at the point where I can teach someone how to do something at least pretty badly. Um, <laughs> so, That's all we. So I want to thank man. you guys, all of you, and you know this has been sort of every Sunday because I come here pretty much every Sunday. This has been yeah. my social club, except for um, when you were out with your ankle. But yeah. he even showed up. I, st- yeah. I know. Yeah, he I started, showed up on his boot. I started yeah. showing up. Yeah, about two weeks afterwards. Or, don't yeah, you was, remember? Don't you remember having to hand him all of those fucking tools? and yeah. walk back and forth and carry stuff for him. Uh, ladies, uh, <laughs> I need another. Uh, yeah, and even when I could, like for the for the two months or something where I couldn't even work on the bike, I was just coming in because I yeah. loved I love hanging out here. And so, thank you, everyone. It's been great, and I all expect you to come visit me in in Ireland. Yeah, it's not excellent. Congratulations to you yeah. on uh, just being in another Definitely. place and getting yeah. a degree and all that business, man. <laughs> thank you. So. Um, one of our listeners wrote me yesterday, today actually. This is Jorge. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey Jorge. He writes. He's my favorite. Douglas, what kind of typical dirt bike would make a good inexpensive motard bike? Mostly street or street track use? Yamaha WR two fifty. 
Um, this is all you, man. This here's is the your thing, department Jorge, now. I know you're in Texas, so I'm not sure what is going to be easy to get street legal out there, if it needs to be street legal or not. Um, the thing with the WR250, and I learned today that they do actually make a supermoto version of this. Uh, Rich had one. Great if you're not jumping towns. If you're staying around your, your urban area or going to the supermarket, awesome. Um, I know you don't have much for twisties out there. So... Uh, my advice is to just get something a little bigger, something you can travel a little bit on. Rich had one, and I went to go ride it around his neighborhood, and it made me feel like I wanted to hop the curb and ride through the yards instead. Yeah, that's the supermoto, <laughs> yes. I, I can see uh, the WR being really handy if you're going to um, you know, ride to a dirt event and do dirt on that. But if you... Uh, or, or if you're trying to, unless you're trying to teach someone, you know, in starting to get into riding, WR250 Street Legal, perfect for that too. Um, but for someone who sounds like you're an experienced rider like yourself, uh, go with something a little big, a little bigger. Um, definitely electric start. Uh, converting from dirt to uh, sumo uh, can actually be more expensive than just buying an outright super, uh, supermoto. So. Do your research. Find out what people are saying. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of the DRZ. Um, Nock, I told him you'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> Nock it just got a, a XR650R, and he converted it to, or no, he bought it Supermo, but it's been converted before, so. Yeah, if you're going to buy an XR650R, get it already plated. Get, get it already plated. plated yeah. Well, this is either in Texas, too. But. Yeah, this is Texas, so the laws are going to I mean, be an XR650R, even the later model ones, 2706, you could get a pretty decent one for, like, three grand. Yeah, uh, you know, and but the in California, a plated one is going for five, and that's for the plates and the wheels. Right. Oh yeah, you're paying for plated. That plate yeah. for plates, frame, so, and, and wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though in Texas, I mean, if you're talking like what would be wonderful to pull across, um, like a, a YZ450, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, especially I, the experience rider. I would if you're yeah. it's your first bike. Fuck no. No. But um, if you're pulling, I would it across, think at least a 450 in Texas. Yeah. And consider too, this is a dirt bike, so you're dealing with dirt bike maintenance. And they're not designed to be constant on throttle. I mean, on the dirt, you're sawing it most of the times. Right, right, right. right. But yeah, I mean, a, a lot of that's in the different. a lot of that's in the gearing too. I yes. mean, you, my my before I geared it differently, my DRZ would do 92 with me on it. So, do you yeah. need to go every day fast like that in normal everyday circumstances? No, but the option is there. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I would say stay stay on the the higher side of 400. Yeah, the bright side of that is it, it's you can play with green gearing and it's fun to do that. Right, right, right. Exactly. Have a couple of different sets and, of and wheelies sprockets too. And, yeah. yeah, and wheelies. <laughs> uh, you yeah, so have, you got to save the front brake and front wheel, so you keep the front. Yeah, of the exactly. air. <laughs> you, you can have a shitload exactly. of fun on a WR two fifty. The front wheels wear out faster too. Yeah. You'll yeah, definitely save on that. But yeah, on maintenance in terms of dirt bikes, the oil capacities are really low on a lot of thumpers. Um, so don't fudge your oil your oil changes yeah. like you do on the street bikes. The margin like, of error goes down. Yeah, especially like you find some, like as I was doing the CRF today, it's oil capacity is 0.7 quarts. Wow. wow. So it gets dirty and used fast. Yeah. Most bikes spill that much before they get to the main <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Would you recommend any of the old Honda XLs that are already dual sporty, but then upgrading the wheels? Finding, if he's thinking about doing track days. Finding wheels oh, for yeah. that, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're looking for the XL, just find find the Unicorn instead. Get the XRs. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, there's a, the option of getting 17-inch rims and then relacing your OEM hubs, but there's also the issue of finding the right rotors for uh, your Supermoto because they generally are bigger rotors for better stopping on dirt. Yeah, but you want like, the do your research. Yeah, you want the bracket to move the brake to get yes. the bigger rotors because you want that stopping power, especially in the front wheels. Um, Motostrano, uh, which would be mail order for you in Texas, but they're local here. They do a good job. Um, their they prices do, are, do web orders too. They got a web yeah. page and new. So um, awesome. I think we covered that, Jorge. If you uh, have any other questions, or if we didn't, if we didn't answer your question properly, just give me a, a ping and I'll. I'll, I'll Supermotojunkies.com has a lot of good information. Yep. Or Thumper Talk. Do your research. Get something that looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of, sti- <laughs> plenty of stickers. <laughs> that's all. Oh, that and get the get the bigger tank. Matters, right? <laughs> get a bigger tank. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a five gallon tank on my DRZ, and it's it's you know fill up once every two weeks, week and a half or something. I think it looks like the Exxon Valdez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like tanker. I love the way that Donuts DR looks with that big tank yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I think we've wrapped it up. Uh, Megan, how do people get hold of us? Okay, they get a hold of us at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. Our Facebook page is Recycle Santa Cruz. Uh, please like us, rate us, send us messages there. Buy t-shirts. We're thinking about doing another round, right? Yeah, we've baseball got some, tees. Yeah. We've only got a, like a couple shirts left. Yeah, so hit us up for t-shirts. Uh, email us at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com and uh, rate us on iTunes. I think that's it. Anything, anyone have anything else to say? Yeah, th- okay. thank you all for <laughs> boosting my ego tonight. Appreciate it. It's ambushed, man. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. What's up? Ambushed journalism. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Alright, so I think that's it. We're out. This is Eliza. Doug. Adrian. Dr. Hardass. This is Doc. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) Megan. Cat. Jake. David. Mike. Mason. James. Yay, we out. Cool, cool. And (laughs) Bosley.